It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. I am surprised how often when people say to me, how are you? I go crazy busy, crazy busy. And I think that's true for a lot of us. Well, Laura Grace Weldon is joining us today. She's a writer, editor, and these are her words, a marginally useful farm wench. And she says she's got the five fixes for the crazy busy syndrome. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm wonderful. So tell me, what are these fixes? (laughs) Well, I know that... um we tend to be crazy busy all year, and it's, it's a great deal worse around the holidays, especially those of us who are moms yep. with all of the, the shopping and the gifting and the expectations. Um, so here are my tactics. Um, the first one is the renounce, the how, it, how does she do it all disease. Yes, we all have that, and we want people to say that about us. How does she do it all? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we have the best reasons for that. We want to uphold our... Uh, traditions, we want to get just the right gifts, we want to not spend too much money, and we want to focus on togetherness and all those intangible things. But it, we end up feeling empty sometimes afterwards, and I, I'm in recovery from that disease. Yeah, you know, it's funny, as I read more about you, I understand that you do live on a farm and you actually raise bees and chickens and all kinds of good things. Was that sort of a rebound from too much of the crazy busy syndrome? I think that actually adds to the crazy business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Busy bees and all. <laughs> yeah, they're just warm owls to feed. Yeah. Um, but uh, that particular fix is, um, is not an easy one. You need to talk to your loved ones, all those people you think expect everything out of you, and you need to ask them exactly which one of all those things you do mean the most to them, uh, especially around the holiday season, and then just slice away the rest of that. And if they insist that every single thing you do is vital to their uh, every moment of happiness, you need to slice anyway. I thought you were going to say you need to slap them, but that would be what i do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you know, that's so true. It comes down to prioritizing and what's so important to you. And how about, I can't believe it's more like the how does she do it so smoothly because she's not doing so much, you know? Yeah, or with so much relaxation. What I, what I dropped recently is um, the whole cookie exchange thing, which is a, a crazy tradition left over from somewhere in the 50s, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, this year I'm planning with friends to, uh, to do the uh, get-together and bring the recipe that you have no intention of making. The more complicated, the better. Oh, there and you go. <laughs> the, the plan is to uh, read that recipe out loud and chortle and guffaw over what we don't have to do and uh, not exchange any cookies at all. <laughs> Maybe just toasts or cheers. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Oh, that's good. Well, that's that's a this is a rule I can follow, or, or should I say a, a solution I can follow. Renounce the how-does-she-do-it-all disease. Exactly. We're well on our way. Well, number two, you say shun those voices. Uh, those voices are everywhere. They are uh, from every magazine on the holidays. They're on every website. They're in every blog. They're in every store. Uh, they are ubiquitous, and it's very hard to get away from them. They tell, they tell women in particular that we are not enough, that we have to do more, that we have to dress a certain way, wrap our packages more elaborately, make these wondrous meals, uh, develop new uh, fantastic things to do with our children. 
And this is the diet, the only diet we need to go on. We need to uh, skip those slick women's magazines, skip the, the wonderful cooking shows and all of those ways that tell us that we are not enough. The only voice that we shouldn't shun is our own, the voice that tells you you need to lie down, you need to read something you want to, you need to sigh, you need to relax. That's, that's the voice. You know, I, I could not really agree more because there are times where you just want a nap and your body is saying, wouldn't a nap be great? And you're tired <laughs> and you're yawning and yet you try to go that extra mile. And what would happen? What part of the world would stop turning? Right. If you just took that little moment to yourself, if you just really sat and focused on your child or your spouse or yourself and just well, just chilled. And I think we can see that easily in other people. We've gone to parties where the hostess is so crazy getting the last few things on the table and yeah. so exhausted yeah. that you can't visit with her at all. She's no fun. And we've seen that in friends where they are they become more brittle and uh, difficult around the holidays because they're just doing seven more things and dragging that three-year-old behind them, you know, just, hush, we've got three more things to do. And it's, nobody's happy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, your number three is is put pretty succinctly, screw tradition. <laughs> so what do you mean? No, no wreaths, no decorations, no cookies? Well, it's the traditions that mean something to you, and I don't mean avoiding the traditions that are important. So uh, don't, don't screw going to Grandma's house or going to your house of worship or uh, whatever it is that's uh, truly important, but screw the traditions that, are, um, that seem perfunctory. And in doing that, you can come up with new and interesting ways to do things that are maybe cheaper and more meaningful. And some of my suggestions were if you always go to see every new holiday movie, um, which is, as we know, expensive, Yeah. Uh, skip it. Um, go to a, a, a play, a kid's play at a community theater or, uh, you know, get, a, get takeout from a local restaurant and eat it in the park in the snow or take a, um, a moonlight walk when it's still and quiet with your kids. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing to do. Boy, those are new traditions that will yeah. be meaningful, and you won't want to skip in future years. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with writer, editor, and I'm using her words, marginally useful farm wench, Laura Grace Weldon. And we're talking about her strategies to fight the crazy busy syndrome. And of course, number four, this is going to be a sigh of relief to lots of us, is rethinking gift giving. Where can we slice and trim there? That's a hard one. I, I definitely admit it. I have a, I have a thing about uh, finding the perfect gift and making a lot of handmade things. And what that does is uh, I think it ruins my posture. <laughs> I just feel so weighed down by all of the obligations that basically I have stacked on myself. And um, it helps to remember that the tiniest children are usually happier playing with the box and the ribbons. Oh, true. Those are constructive playthings that actually help build their imagination and learning. And the toys that do all the blinking and beeping for them don't. So um, one of the things that's, um, that's helpful to do is, again, to hone it down to things that are more, ne- more meaningful which, uh, and, and smaller amounts of them, too, because part of living more simply is not uh, you know, buying 
you know, things that maybe fall into that category, but buying less in general. Yeah. And less for you, let's be honest, as, as mom of the household to dust, to pick up, to, you know, give away, to store. Yeah. There's a, there's some breathing room to be uh, had when you have fewer things. And yeah. it's a, whether it's kids' toys or your own cl- crazy closet or, or whatever. So I, I, I do try very hard to, to, these days to get more things locally and more things made by artists and more uh, nonprofit type gifts. I'm trying to give more and more experience gifts, which actually can end up to be expensive and you have to be careful. But there's a lot of things you can do that aren't that expensive, too. But I started thinking about that. And I don't I don't want to sound like I'm holier than thou. But I realized that from past years, I remember more what I did and who I was with than what people gave me. Well, the research shows that um, you are exactly right, that gifts of experience um, cause much uh, longer-term happiness than, than products. Oh, yeah, so. you've always got it. As long as your memory holds out, you can right. always remember what you did and whether it was exciting or meaningful or moving or, you know, physically difficult or physically fun. Or, you know, I just think that that's a, a neat way to think, too. Well, tell us your last resort for those of us who are just at the end of the crazy busy syndrome. Well, you wouldn't be normal if you didn't have some self-pity for all the things that you're still <laughs> doing. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, we, we've, we're stressed. It's uh, no matter how much you hone down, you're, we're still stressed. So my last resort, when I feel sorry for myself, is I think about uh, women through history who, who did everything. They uh, grew everything that their families ate. They made every stitch of clothing, and they hauled water and birthed those babies and buried the dead, and they did everything. Yeah. And women in the world today still do this kind of grinding labor. I, I read that it was uh, 17 hours a day for women in the developing world. Wow. Uh, that, that puts any self-pity. Um, Boy, well, it sure does. It makes waiting in line to exchange something a little bit less traumatic, doesn't it? <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> I mean, wow, that's something to really center your head, which is a, it's a very good thing. Yeah, well, no laundry looks bad when you're not like grinding it against rocks. Exactly, <laughs> down by the river. You are so right. You are so right. That's a great thought to leave us all with today. And of course, you can find more, lots more from Laura Grace Weldon on her website. And Laura, where? what is the name of your site again? It's actually lauragraceweldon.com, and you can find the blog right on there. Very good. And, of course, I'll put all your information on amystable.com as well. But thank you. I think that women across the area are taking a deep breath. You've given us those fixes for the crazy, busy syndrome. Great to talk to you, Amy. You too. Thanks so much. Happy holidays. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.